it's your host Katie Zicardi and on today's episode we're going to talk about making some money. So I want to talk about why you need to start growing your audience now if you want to launch a Patreon. We've been talking a lot about growing your audience on the podcast and spoiler alert in the next coming months we're going to talk about other ways to make money including Patreon and what it's like to launch a Patreon, why you might consider launching one. It's not going to be solely 100% Patreon focused so don't worry if you are feeling like Patreon's not for you. Don't check out. Check in (laughs) because the episodes coming up are still going to be absolutely incredible and whether or not you actually launch a Patreon all of the episodes that we do will be applicable and really helpful for all streams of income. So I'm really excited for what we have planned for the next uh, month or so. Next week we're going to have an awesome episode with Michael Elsner all about sync licensing. So that's going to be a little bit of a pop-up episode speaking of ways to make money. But before we um, kind of go to that episode and then dive a little bit deeper into Patreon, I wanted to get this one out ASAP because if you are thinking about launching a Patreon in the future, you are going to learn a lot about launching and promoting yourself and, you know, how to like sell without being sleazy, like all these juicy topics that are really important, again, with the Patreon launch and beyond. We're going to learn all about that in the next six weeks, but it's useless if you don't have an audience. (laughs) Like you can't even really implement what you're learning to the degree that you might want to if you don't have an audience. So what we're going to talk about today is why you need to start growing your audience now if you want to launch a Patreon in the future. And this is if you want to launch a Patreon literally in six weeks, if you want to launch a Patreon in six months, if you want to launch one in two years or three years, and maybe it's not an actual Patreon, maybe it's your own unique membership that you create, right? It doesn't have to actually be on the Patreon platform. It can be your own membership platform that you create uh, on your own independently. But if you don't have an audience, it's really hard to successfully launch a Patreon. And this is actually one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they go to launch something in general, especially Patreon. Um, But you know, it also includes releasing an album or a single um, or launching a coaching or teaching program or anything like that. The biggest mistake that they make is that they don't have an audience. And sometimes people might even have some numbers, like they have followers, right? It's not like they're talking to literally no one, but that audience is not engaged. And so when we're thinking about potentially launching an offer to our uh, audience, we have to consider a few things. The first thing is that not everyone who's in your audience is going to buy your offer. So if you have an audience of 1,000 followers, not all of them are going to join that offer. So let's talk numbers for a second. So I was doing some research just to prep for this episode and on Patreon's blog specifically, they uh, give an example themselves and as they're talking through it, they state that typically one to 5% of fans might convert to patrons. Now, this is also considering that not all of the subscribers are super fans. So they literally say, I'm just gonna read straight from this blog and the blog is called Figuring Out How Much You Might Make on Patreon. If a YouTube creator has 30,000 subscribers and 15% of those subscribers are super passionate, then they're likely to click through the video um, to get to a place where the creator is promoting the Patreon page, which means that 4,500 people would hear an ad for a Patreon and be primed to join. However, not all of those individuals will actually become patrons. In fact, one to 5% of those fans might convert 
to patrons. So that would be between 45 and 225 people with the numbers that they're giving. So we'll just kind of use that as a basis. So one to 5% of people will convert. This is really important because first of all, when we're considering social media growth, we know in this example that, that Patreon gave, they use YouTube, but like, let's just say TikTok or Instagram. We know that not everyone who actually follows you. So if you have a thousand followers, not every one of those a thousand followers are watching your every move. Like, I know, I hate to break it to you, <laughs> but they're they're simply just not seeing all of your posts because, you know, Instagram or TikTok or whatever algorithm of whatever app you're on doesn't deliver every single post to every single follower. So not only may they just not be seeing every post, they also might be people who followed you but don't really go on the apps that often, or they could be people who are just fans but they're not quite super fans yet. And so we're gonna talk about that nurturing in just a second, but when we're taking this thousand number, it might seem like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can work with that. I'll have 500 people join. Um, that would be quite unlikely <laughs> just because of the math. Now, do I hope that everyone has insanely high conversion rates? Yes, that's why I teach how to do it in Out to Launch Patreon, because when you have a really good launch strategy, you can get your conversion rates up and higher than average. But in general, you're probably not going to convert at like 50%, right? So the point being, number one, not all of your fans who follow you are actually seeing your stuff. Um, Number two, even if they are seeing your stuff, they have to go through the buyer process. So even your super fans, let's say that half of those people, 500 people are super fans, um, which would honestly, that would still be optimistic. So let's say 25% of them are super fans. So 250 of them are super fans. If that's the case, then the all 250 people aren't necessarily a shoe in to join your Patreon. Those 250 people are the ones who are active and paying attention. And we still have to take those people through the buyer's process. We still have to show them why the Patreon's valuable, how it's relevant to them, how it's going to change their lives, or they're not going to join. And not all of them are going to join, right? Not all of them are going to see the value or want to spend the money or they're for whatever reason, they might not join. So the percentage of people who are your, on your follower list versus the percentage of people who will actually buy, right? The number keeps going down and down, right? You have your total following, then you have engaged following, then you have people who actually convert into paying patrons. So if we're thinking about the math here, if we get that number of followers up and we get that number of engaged followers up, then we have a greater chance of more and more people joining a Patreon. And numbers are pretty important when it comes to Patreon because since it is a membership and it is usually a lower cost, you are making between, you know, three to maybe $25 per person per month. So I usually don't recommend people charging like one or $2 tiers. I like to start with five as the baseline, but you could maybe do three. Uh, and then your tiers might go anywhere between, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25. Some clients of mine, some students of Outlaunch Patreon have had tiers that are 75 or $100, but usually you don't surpass that. And it is coming in every month, but of course, if you have 20 people paying $5 a month, well, you know, it's it's 100 bucks a month. So it's not as lucrative as the, you know, five people paying $100 a month. So we want to, point being though, is when you have smaller amounts that people are paying each month, 
of course, the more people you have who are joining the Patreon, the more money you can make. So because the cost per month is usually relatively low, it is important to have enough people to be able to sustain it. Because what you don't want is to launch a Patreon that three people join and you're making $15 a month and you're going live every week and like doing all this crazy stuff because the return on investment and the investment really being your time, like the return on your time is not really worth the money that you're making. So it's really important before you launch your Patreon to get your audience to a place where you have a significant enough amount of followers to be able to launch to them. So again, yes, numbers are important because the you know the more people you can get, the better because of the way Patreon is, because it is membership, because it is lower ticket, meaning the price that people pay is lower. It doesn't mean, and I just wanna give a disclaimer here, it doesn't mean that you have to have 10,000 followers or a million followers to make this work. You can certainly still start a Patreon with what might you know be a lower number. And everyone, of course, also, judges that differently right like you could have an audience of a thousand people and have them all be really engaged you can have an audience of ten thousand people and none of them are engaged at all so it's all relative it's all really important that we're considering your specific circumstance and i'm not saying you know what i'm saying in this episode to discourage anyone from doing it like i don't want you to listen to this and be like well It's not for me because I'm just getting started on social media or because I only have a thousand, so I can't do it. That's absolutely not true. You can do it. And point is, if you are going to do it, let's take some time to build up and warm up that audience before you do so that you are in the best position to convert your super fans into paying fans and to have a bigger pool of those super fans to sell to in the first place. That's what we want to focus on. So this is why it's so important to start to grow your audience before you actually launch your Patreon. And while this episode leads with grow your audience, it's also not, it's also important to nurture your audience because we want those fans to be warmed up before we actually sell to them. So in the process of doing this, I mean, growing and nurturing, it's really the same thing. How do you do this? You show up consistently. You show up consistently on social media. And if you're not sure how to do this, I redirect you to the audience builder (laughs) and the many episodes that we've done on it. But it's about clarifying your brand, figuring out who your audience is, and then making a social media strategy that works for you and that speaks to directly and attracts in your ideal fan. So when we're creating content and consistently sharing content that attracts in our ideal fan, and nurturing that audience, then they're going to be in a position to buy. What we want to do is build that know, like, and trust factor. So the know is in putting yourself out there for new followers to find you, right? When people know you, that's the first step. They literally have to know who you are. (laughs) It might sound silly, but it's, it's just as simple as that. Like you means they, they see your videos, they see your stuff, and they feel connected enough with you. So they give you a follow and they engage with some of your content. They feel like you hear them. They feel like, you know, they really like your music. They really like the videos you make. You make them feel good. You make them laugh. You make them feel heard, whatever it is that your kind of angle is and however you're providing value. 
And then trust is that bridge between like, right? Like and trust. So we want to come over that bridge from like to trust. Because somebody can like you but not feel like they want to take that next step and pay you for something. So the biggest way to achieve this is by providing value, continuing to provide value, allowing your audience to get to know you, allowing your audience to see inside of your life, to see how they connect with you by doing relatable content, and to, again, continue to just keep up the content that you're already doing uh, consistently so that they firm up that relationship, they feel like you have made an impact on their lives. Uh, I also highly, highly, highly recommend in this phase engaging with your audience as much as possible and like following those people who are really uh, commenting on your stuff or DMing you and following them back and having conversations with them and building this relationship. That's another thing that takes you from like to trust with your audience because if you are communicating with them, if you are making them feel seen and heard, they're going to not just like you, but they're going to trust you. And when they trust you and like you, they're going to be more likely to buy from you when you eventually do pitch to them. If you pitch to an audience who's not really in that place, it will likely fall flat. So first of all, if you're pitching to a cold audience, like if, you, if you're not really consistently showing up on social media and then you just send out an email or a or post and you say, hey, I launched a Patreon, well, your audience is completely disengaged with you. They've not had any value from you because you haven't really been showing up or you haven't been showing up consistently. They don't really know what to expect from you. They don't really feel connected with you in a way that would uh, compel them to give you money or to take it to the next level. So let me give a couple examples. Let's say that you are someone who um, your brand is the entertainer archetype. And you are, if you don't know what I'm talking about, take a second, go to katiezacardi.com slash quiz and take the artist brand DNA quiz, find out your archetype. But let's say that you are an entertainer archetype and you create a lot of really funny videos and you do really unique covers and um, songs that are really fun and in your other videos you just are super funny and so your audience has a relationship with you and the value that you're providing is giving them entertainment, providing them with humor, making them laugh and you've got like inside jokes on your platform, you feel really connected with your audience in that way. Well, if you were to launch a Patreon, you'd be taking that to the next level. So they might get live streams with you or maybe private podcast episodes where you're chatting with um, fans or friends or just doing solo episodes that are really funny. Or maybe you um, do extended versions of your skits or, you know, unseen TikTok content that is, again, very much in line with what you already do. Funny, hilarious, whatever it is. And, but not everyone gets to see it. Only your Patreons get to see it, right? So this exclusive content. Well, if people don't already feel like, oh my God, I love that person. I love their music. Their videos are so funny. I could just scroll through their stuff all day. Um, I just love their attitude about things. If they don't feel that way about you, what makes you think they're going to take it to the next level, right? What makes you think they're going to be like, oh, I get to pay $5 a month to get like even more content? Hell yes, sign me up. That's what we want. That's the reaction that we want out of people. I love this so much. I cannot get enough. I will happily pay more to get more. That's what we want. Let's say that you're an inspiration archetype. And so a lot of the content that you post is very inspirational and uplifting. And you're talking about positivity. And on your platform, you make people really feel seen and heard. So it's in your music. And it's also just in what you talk about. 
Maybe you give out positive mantras. You talk about your journey with positivity. Uh, maybe you highlight nice things that you saw throughout the day, uh, heartwarming things that you saw throughout the day. Um, maybe your music is about like, you know, being positive, finding yourself, things like that. Of course, I'm just making this up on the spot. Well, people who feel connected with you and trust you are going to feel like she really gets me and I just feel like when I'm on this person's platform, I feel like I am heard and I am seen and the people who are also on the platform get it and I know that it, this encourages me to stay positive. This brings me a smile every day in my life. It helps me see that I'm not alone, which is really valuable for me because it helps me stay positive. It helps me stay inspired or creative and all these things. So when you're triggering this reaction in people where they feel this way about you and your content, then you say, hey, I'm doing a Patreon where I host you know, monthly um, circles where we just chat and we talk about our feelings and um, every day I send like a positive mantra out via text only for my patrons and you know whatever else your perks might be people are gonna say oh uh, yeah I want that because you've given so much value for free on social media that I want to pay you to go to that next level so when you are providing this value already for free people will want to take it to the next step and sometimes people have a fear of providing value and uh, like doing too much for free. But the thing is that I, I don't want you to worry about that, at least not right now. <laughs> like, at least not right now. Because providing value is what is going to lead you to growth. It's going, it's going to be what allows you to get in front of more people, especially if you are on platforms like TikTok, um, where the organic growth is really legit and, and there's a lot of potential there. Um, and it's going to allow you to, to bond with your current audience so that they feel really connected with you. And then when you do introduce your offer, it feels natural. And they're excited to be in your VIP network. They're excited to have closer access to you. They're excited to learn more, to hear more, to see more, to be closer again. And I want to say that because I know that sometimes people feel like Selling in general or what I'm talking about, like warming your audience up, can feel sleazy or feel manipulative, but it's not about that. You have something that your audience wants. It's not about conning people into joining your Patreon. It's about giving your audience what they literally want, right? And what I want you to do right now is think of a creator who you love. Think of a musician who you love. And then ask yourself, would you pay a little bit each month to support them, but also selfishly for you to get more from them, to see more of their process, to get more content, to feel like you are one layer closer than the general public, like you know more, like they're going to share more with you, like you could get advanced access to their shows or go to a virtual show with them every month that not everybody gets to do. You would. And your fans are going to want to do that same thing for you when they have a relationship with you. So that's why it's really important to start now. We want to build that relationship. It takes time to build a relationship. This is not something that you can accomplish in two weeks, right? If you want to launch a Patreon and you're like, oh yeah, 
I'll just start putting out content right now and then I will grow my audience and they'll be completely warmed up immediately. This is not a super quick process. So if you want to launch a Patreon sometime this fall or even early next year, it is imperative that you start working on your social media presence, growth, and nurturing of that audience now. You've got to start now. I know I've done a couple episodes uh, over the last few weeks where it is very much like now is the time to move forward. And I really, truly believe that now is the time to move forward. And I, I think it's important to address this as well, because I did send out an email to my list. If you're not already on my list, you can my email list. You can shoot me a DM at Katie Zaccardi on Instagram. Or if you decide to take the artist brand DNA quiz, that'll also put you on my email list so you can uh, get a quiz result and get on my email list. Easy peasy. That's at katiezaccardi.com slash quiz. But I sent an email out to my list uh, a few days ago when this episode was uh, was is coming out. So if you're listening later, it was not a few days ago. But <laughs> I sent an email to my list just talking about how I feel like a lot of coaches right now are kind of like girl boss gaslighting us of like, you know, just stay positive. There's there's absolutely nothing going on. Like everything's great. Or they'll just be like, the world is on fire. It's fine. Okay, moving on. And I, <laughs> I even had a couple colleagues in the music industry kind of say I don't think we should address the inflation I don't think we should address you know what's going on in the news because then we're bringing people's awareness to it and if we bring people's awareness to it they won't buy from us well listen you guys I'm not I'm not fucking about that I'm sorry I'm not doing that I'm not gonna sit here and act like everything is fine and dandy when I know that you are experiencing the same human experience that I am And there's a lot going on. There's a lot of fear uh, on the news of warning of a recession. There is actual inflation and high gas prices. Um, You know, there is Roe v. Wade and just gun control and like all of these things that matter, that deeply matter to people. And I think it's really important that, number one, we have community to be able to talk about it. In this email, I mentioned how I'm going to be implementing uh, some groups in person and online to be able to kind of just talk about how we're feeling. Um, But it's also important to know that things might not ever be not uncertain. And I know that that sounds kind of pessimistic, but here's what I mean. When the pandemic hit, there's like two years of emails being like, these uncertain times when you know in order to get through these uncertain times we must do this and then we had the pandemic and then this other thing happened and then this other thing happened and then this thing and then that and then that and (laughs) it feels like it may never end and that you might be or that you might be waiting for it to end to take action but the truth is that both things can and will coexist Meaning that there might not be a perfect opportunity where the world stops being chaotic for you to go for your dreams, for you to take action on what you want. I wish it were the case, but I don't think that things are going to just stop or become, you know, less uncertain. I think that we're in a time of radical change right now. I really think that. And I think it might be a little bit of a bumpy ride. And so what do we do? And I've been asking myself this question. Honestly, I've been asking myself this question for about a month, if not more. And I really feel that the answer is feel, number one. 
be in community number two because we cannot act like this is not happening we cannot act like everything's fine we cannot suppress feelings around what might be going on around us uh, in the economy politically with friends with and that doesn't even include your own personal issues that you might be having right which everyone has so it's so important to feel and to rely on your community to be able to get through and to process everything that you are experiencing and to move forward with what you want. And I'll like I'll speak from my own perspective that again, I've come to this conclusion. Do those things, be activated, fight for what I want, be in community and fight for what I want in my own life, in my business. Because I could throw my hands up in the air and say this is getting hard or things are getting crazy or people are distracted and hurt. Maybe I should just stop doing what I'm doing. Or maybe there is no better time than ever to go for what I want and for you to go for what you want. Because there's not going to be a perfect pocket. There's not going to be a, you know, a day where all of a sudden everything is fine and dandy and sunny and like perfect. It just doesn't really work that way. But you have the opportunity still every single day to make your life as good as you want. To make your life the life that you are desiring while still holding space for the realities of the world and the realities of what we are going through you still get to be happy you still get to have success you still get to have the music career of your dreams you still get to make money doing what you want to do and so it's, it's a really interesting duality it's like a kind of fucked up duality in some ways because I think that there's a lot of guilt that can come with it because you feel like How can I go for my dreams when I'm feeling all of these ways or when all of these things are happening in the world? But, and I know I might be being kind of vague there when I say like all of these things that are happening in the world. I know I mentioned some of them earlier. You you know what I'm talking about. You fucking know what I'm talking about. I don't need to say it every five seconds. (laughs) So pardon my language. I'm getting a little fiery now. But it really is like, it's a, it can be a tough duality to um, manage and I just want you to know that I'm here for you I'm um this is just funny I don't know if you can hear the sirens in the back but one of the like these energy healers that I like she always says that if there's sirens it's the universe being like hell yeah that's so true (laughs) so we're gonna take that as our sign um but it is an interesting duality and I'm here to support you through it I want to make sure that I am doing this and that I'm supporting my community to hold space, to process, to know that it is okay to feel, to feel, literally just to feel. It is okay to take time to process. And it's also okay to do that and still be working towards creating the life that you want because you deserve it. Just because all of these things are happening, just because it might feel a little shitty, doesn't mean that we have to just throw our hands up on, in the air and say, it's shitty. My life is shitty. It's, it is what it is. Or I should be sad. All of these sad things are happening. How could I be happy? I don't deserve to be happy. I shouldn't be happy. It feels weird to be happy. It feels weird to care about music or to promote music or to do things like that right now, given X, Y, Z. But we need that. How are we going to get through this if we don't have good music? How are our lives going to improve if we don't continue to strive for what we want? 
And when I say that, I also mean my life improves when you strive for what you want. Your life improves when I strive for what I want because we lift each other up. We operate from a place of hope instead of fear. We start to move forward in a way where we can come together instead of just feel completely disconnected and apart. So why am I saying all this? This, this episode really took a turn. <laughs> but why am I saying all this? Because I, I, I really just want to like hit, hit it straightforward. Just hit the nail on the head and say, now is as good of time as any. Perhaps the best time to really go forward with what it is that you want. To fearlessly operate and to do things out of joy and out of love and out of excitement and to do things that honor yourself and that allow you to have the life that you want and to set you up for success. Because the more money you make, the more you can use that for good. (laughs) The bigger the platform you have, the more you can use that for good, right? It's not even just about music, guys. It's about impacting people. And we need connection. We need music. We need you. We need everything that you have to offer. So do not hold back. Do not hold back. We need you right now. Before I, like, ascend to highest preachiness level (laughs) that I could possibly reach, I'm going to leave it there and just say, you know where to reach me. I would love your feedback on this episode. As always, shoot me a DM at Katie Zaccardi on Instagram. And let me know how this resonated with you. Number two, just to like circle us back to the point of this episode. It is a great time now to build your audience so that you can monetize later. The sooner you start building your audience, the sooner you can monetize. And especially if you're thinking of launching a Patreon, again, start now. With Patreon, it's really important that you get those numbers up and you get that nurturing up so that you can have a successful Patreon launch down the line. And you've got to start now. So if you do need support with that, I implore you to check out the audience builder. We'll drop you into three months of group coaching and an absolutely epic group um, or course portal, I should say, that gives you all of the videos and all of the coaching support that you need to create a social media strategy and implement a social media strategy that will bring you this growth and nurturing of your audience so that when you're ready to launch your Patreon, you are absolutely set up for success and your audience is there, they're engaged, and they're ready to buy. Check out the audience builder, katiezaccardi.com slash the dash audience dash builder. I'll also put the link in the show notes. This was, um, this episode felt like a little channeled. (laughs) I just kind of sat down and recorded and it all came out. So I really hope that it resonated with you guys. And um, I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezaccardi.com. See you next week.